excited to have you here guys welcome to the second episode of story edge it's where you know we try and help customers we try and help business leaders with content and content creation and helping them tell stories that matter to customers who care and you know the this gentleman's Hamza Hamza Ghani he he's really a really awesome creator um, and I'm going to use that word creator because um, one, he's a creative. He, he, he is someone that um, I feel we're, we're kindred spirits in that um, we have a similar um, profile. We, we love to create and he's an awesome creator. He, he builds things, he innovates things, and um, he's innovated himself quite a lot over, over the last three, four years. And um, yeah, I just thought, let's get, out, let's get connected. Hamza, we, I mean, he's busy doing an awesome initiative at this moment in time, helping people. Um, and yeah, just, I, I think this whole digital revolution that's kind of happening at the moment, Hamza, um, you know, you know, just we'll, we'll get into the introduction. We'll talk about that, but there's, there's things around you that we definitely want to talk about the things you're doing. How are you doing, man? Thanks for having me. It's an absolute pleasure being on your, on your podcast, man. My pleasure, my pleasure. Yeah, no, fantastic. Uh, yeah, like you said, digital revolution. Passion of mine. Started out uh, 10 years ago when just one step, one step, man. Mm. Here today. But I mean, okay, so I'm, I'm calling it a digital revolution only because now, I mean, it, it's, it's abundantly clear to everybody that we mm -hmm. have to go online, right? But mm -hmm. obviously your journey, uh, your journey started like, like most people, like all of us, you know, like there's something there with this computer and this internet and stuff. So how did that sort of, what was that thing inside you that sort of triggered you to move towards this? Because not many people, even though they, they may even see that trend, they, I mean, mm -hmm. with us with cell phones in our pockets and that being the one thing that we're constantly focused on, um, what made you start to take those steps towards technology, um, internet, marketing, especially because you, you, you're a marketer? Hmm. Got into computers long. I mean, started off when I was a kid, I used to love gaming. And that went from, from PlayStation to Xbox to PC. Yeah. And then when it was time to, to study, you know, get a degree, I started. I didn't know what to study. I was 18 and I thought, how am I supposed to pick what I'm going to do for the rest of my life at 18? I don't know enough. Right. And a friend said, okay, I'm going to study computers. And I was like, okay, I like computer games. <laughs> I, I watch TV. I played games. Maybe now I can make something, you know, maybe I can build something that someone else will enjoy interacting with. Cool. And so went into computers. Um, worked for about a year in the industry. And then I found that watching, watching, Seeing a game or seeing a technology in front of you is not the same as building it. When you see it in front of you, you think of it and you look, wow, like that iPhone's amazing, you know, that, that, that TV's amazing, whatever it is. But when you're working on it, you don't actually get to build something that you can see. You get to work on a really small thing. It's like uh, someone building a house and you're getting to build one brick. Mm. You're building that brick that gets added in by the, by the builders, by the architect. And you don't get to, to feel like you've completed or finished your work on it. And I didn't enjoy that. I, I, I wanted to build something that people interacted with. So I left the industry. I went into business, went into manufacturing. And what I found in that journey was the economy is not as friendly as I would like it to be. Okay the opportunities available today are not as much in, in, in the physical world as they are in the digital. The physical world is constantly being pushed by automation. Um, there's more competition. Well, when it comes to digital, there's gaps that need to be filled. There's gaps, there's jobs outstanding for years and years that, that can't be filled. I mean, I was looking at a, 
call it a graph. And we're sitting with 1.4 million jobs in computers with 400,000 filled and, and a million unfilled. Sure. But the problem is those companies don't want someone that doesn't know what they're doing. They don't want to train you. Yeah. And a lot of those jobs are remote. I mean, you could be picking up work from America or UK and you could be earning dollars or pounds sitting at home in SA. But they don't want to just take you as, as you are now. They want to know what have you done, how have you performed. And in the debt field, a degree doesn't hold as much weight as a portfolio. Mm. You know, okay, I know you know computers came out in that year and all the, the theory, and, but what can you do? Mm. Or what can you build? If, if I bring you in and I'm going to compensate you for, for producing something, what can you produce? Mm. And I found that that was a big shift. So went into manufacturing. The market, uh, a lot of competition, especially with, with uh, foreign competition, where, there was, where they weren't paying taxes and so on, it becomes very cutthroat to fight. And I looked at it and said, well, the one thing I needed, if I was going to make my, my company you know, expand, if I wanted to be a big player and I wanted to expand my manufacturing to something larger, I need more sales. And so I started doing research. How do I get more sales? Okay. And then I noticed that this is a problem that everyone's facing. It's not one industry. It's, there's, a, there's competition today that there wasn't 20 years ago, 40 years ago. Hmm. Taking what I learned in tech, taking what I learned in manufacturing, I dug into, into marketing. And that led me down into digital marketing. So I realized that your day-to-day -day marketing, your old standard marketing of print media, of billboards, all that was dying. You, you, can't, you can't afford to pay 250000 in a month on a billboard that you decided, you put the message up once. If you got your messaging wrong, you're gonna to have to pay to go back and fix that whole thing and redesign it. Whereas with digital marketing, putting an ad on Facebook, putting an ad on Instagram, putting an ad on YouTube, LinkedIn, you put something out that takes you a few minutes to design to come up with, you put a, you know, put a little bit of money into it, test it out for a couple hundred bucks. If, it's, if it seems like it's got a little bit of legs, you put a little bit more in. And you can judge it and test it, you can mod it. So for example, I can put two different images and let them both go out to the market and see which one is doing better and then just choose the one that's doing better. I don't have to be stuck with the billboard. Mm, mm, mm. And you can, get in, you can get started for so little, for a couple of hundred bucks, you can, be, you can already start testing out uh, features, you can already start bringing in sales. Whereas with your print media, you're investing in thousands to, to, to print out your pamphlets or in hundreds of thousands for billboards. So that led me into combining now the, the need for marketing with technology. And then when I looked at it, I realized, well, if I'm having this problem and I see that this solution is digital marketing, instead of being focused in, in manufacturing, what if I went and I helped other businesses that were having this problem? What if I went and I started lifting up more businesses and showing them how they too could fix their businesses? So I transitioned, I closed up manufacturing, I went full on into digital marketing. Along that journey, I realized that you can maximize your results in digital marketing this if you have a digital platform a place for someone to come and purchase from you your results on, on from your marketing will increase so in other words if i put out an ad and ask people to come to your physical store you will get a result but it's lower than if i put an ad and ask them to come to your e-commerce store if they come online and buy it from you there's a higher chance you're going to get that sale because it's less effort the guy sitting at uh, sitting at home on his pc on his phone Season ad, yeah, I like that pair of tackers. Click, 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 and he's bought it from you. Whereas if he has to come to your store, it's a lot, a lot more steps. He has to get up, come to your store, he has to schedule the time, then he's forgotten about it. So I started, I started expanding out from doing Facebook ads to building e-commerce stores to drive traffic to the, to the stores. And what I realized was that's where actually the, the big problem is. You can teach someone how to do ads very quickly, but People don't know how to get their presence online. They don't know how to get a, a storefront going. And selling on another store, selling on Amazon, selling on Take-A-Lot, you don't own that platform. So you, if, you, if you're listing your products on Take-A-Lot, tomorrow Take-A-Lot gets a, a cheaper offer from somewhere else, they list, it, they list someone else's. And you could build up Take-A-Lot, so you could build up that product, you could be the only one selling teaspoons, for example, on Take-A-Lot. And you could build up Take-A-Lot's reputation in teaspoons, but when they get it from somewhere else, you're out. You've got yeah. to have your own platform. You've got to have your own store. It's like you can put your stock on macro shelves or you can have your own shop. Yeah. And while it's easy to get in, it's, it's quicker to, to get started by putting it on macro, without having your own store, you don't have control. 
it's not your business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that's that's where I've been focused on these, this, well, let's say this year, like this last few has been all over been in e-commerce, in marketing, and in marketing, the different aspects, so viral marketing, social marketing, uh, pay-per-click marketing. What I realized this year, I wanted to just zone in. COVID, when COVID came and I said, you know what, I've seen the digital boom coming. It's been rising and rising all these years. And there's been more and more. It's like when a trend starts, it starts so small, nobody sees it. Mm. By the time everyone sees, look at how big this thing is. It's already been growing for 10, 15 years. <clears throat> Digital's been growing. And taking your business digital has been, a, has been a trend that's been growing for the last decade already. But when COVID came and I, said, I looked at it and said, no, there's no way. The impact that COVID's going to have on, store, on stores, on, on physical businesses, where they've got to still pay rent, they've got to still pay staff, but they can't trade. And even if they, they're keeping their store open, people are not walking in as much. And, mm. and the economy is taking a hit where people are not able to spend the way they were. Mm. I looked at it and said that a digital revolution, is, it's, we're going to speed up way quicker. If we were growing at a pace, it's all of a sudden going to do that. Yeah. But we still have the catch that people don't know how to do it. People don't know how to go online. And things like Shopify are still too confusing. Shopify is, has done a great job in simplifying, but it's still too confusing. You go in, you have to pick between 100 different looks and feels, and which one is right for your industry, which one isn't, what should you do next. It takes you two weeks, three weeks to set up, and then two, you're not sure if it's going to work. And your first time, you probably won't, because you don't know what, what it's supposed to look like. You don't know what what what... What's a store supposed to look like that generates trust in a consumer? And that takes time to study. So I went and I said, okay, how can we simplify this? It needs to be, we need to almost take adults and say, like, you know what, baby wheels. We're going to train you like kids again. And when you first learn to walk, you fell in your bum a few times, you know, and you didn't stop and say, okay, no, walking is not for me. I fell a few too many times. You just kept doing it till you got it. But it needs to be so simple that an adult doesn't feel overwhelmed. That, that form needs to be cushioned and you need to have a little bit of support and training wheels. And so we took, a, we took a WordPress site and we built baby proofing around it. And then we built a little training course that guides you through step by step. And so we've made it very easy, almost like a kid learning to walk again. Your first, your first certificate will get you through walking. Your second certificate will get you through running. And by your third certificate, you've got a little tricycle and you're in the playground playing with all the other kids. You're free, you're confident, and you, you, you know, you're not worried anymore. You, you, you're having fun now. Mm. Yeah. No. Maybe challenge this. No, the, 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 I got a bit of a stuck there on, on, on my side, but that's exactly it. I mean, the easy, you, you know, like these, these platforms around the, because obviously the, 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 there's lots of cool platforms now. I mean, whether you want to start your own course, whether you want to like your own, um, what do they call it? Um, like you want to, you want to sell courses or you want to sell um, any sort of merchandise, like, like e-commerce you want to, you want to, if you, the, there's a lot of these platforms like, WordPress, like um, Shopify, you mentioned, um, there's plenty, Kajabi, Kartra, there's none of these sort of holistic all-in-one softwares that one can purchase, but then they're either too expensive and even then the shell, setting up the shell is, you need a degree to do that, you know, um, like WordPress makes it super easy, but super easy for people that really understand, <laughs> you know, and, and yeah, like you said, that's it. So, so, I mean, there's a long, there's a long learning curve that goes towards that. And I love the way you, you, your approach to it in sort of helping people just get their things up and running. Um, I mean, you can help someone get a, get their store up in three days, right? Um, local, especially South Africa, because a lot of these, a lot of these applications are not South African based. They're not, they're not really for, um, Africans, um, they're more so just on that, on that, right? That's specifically why it's built the way it's built. We're using, instead of building a technology from the ground up that we need to figure out every little thing. It's like, you want to build a house. You don't go and make bricks. Yeah. You no, know, you don't go and make cement. You don't, 
you buy bricks, you bring in all the tools you need and you put it together. Yeah. So what we did is we took a system that's already there. WordPress is brilliant. It's already there and it's, it's, like, it's like a cell phone that has options to put in as many apps as you want. What we did is we just went and we bundled the right apps together and we set them up for you. So we put in the basics all together and that gives you a, a, a place to start. So I don't have to teach you how to make bricks. And along the process, you will learn that. If you, if you continue continue studying, you'll, you'll get to the point where you'll be able to make your bricks and you'll be able to build it from, from nothing. But to begin right. with, that's too complicated. It's, it's right. too complicated to tell you, you know what, we're going to build a house. You know, imagine a kid, you tell him, okay, let's draw a house. It's a square with a triangle on top of it. You know, it, it needs to start simple. It needs to start really, really easy. Okay, we're going to design your store. Really, really basic beginning. And it's going to get more and more detailed. And in, the advantage of digital over physical is if you build something physical, you can't really change it up. You can't break it down and rebuild. It takes too, it's cost too much. It's, it's expensive. You're not going to go and break your store and rebuild it in a week's time. Mm. Once you've launched your store, you're going to keep that store for a good few years. But with mm. digital, we start with something basic. And the next day, we break that little wall down and we build a better one. And then the next day, we're going to break that wall down and build a little bit better. And then we're going to take the, take the light bulbs out and we're going to put a chandelier. And one thing at a time, we're going to upgrade. And I'm going to show you how to upgrade each of those things step by step. What we make it is I give you a structure and then I show you how to mod it. And then I'll show you. Eventually, by the end of it, you'll be able to put up a structure from the ground. But we start really simple. I mean, the beginning is not even changing. The beginning is, let's just go for a tour. Let me show you how things work. Let's place an order on your site. Let me show you how to make a coupon so that, you know, you can give a discount out, you know, uh, first time off, 20, first time 20% off. Let's go use your own coupon, purchase from yourself, see how the money flows, see how your order works, see how they add a tracking code. Let's just see how the, the thing works. Mm. And it's built to be, it was built for South Africa. Well, let's say for, for countries that are not yet uh, established, they can afford to pay big monies, they can afford to, you know, to hire a developer for 25,000, 50,000 and to put it up. It's built for someone who says, you know what, um, ideally, ideally, who we're targeting is a millennial, a millennial that's got a degree or diplomas and with all that can't get a job. So you've, you've gone, you've studied, you've paid money, you've educated yourself, you can't get a job, you do have skill, but you maybe don't have tech skill. And now I want to show you how to get some tech skills. Maybe you're an accountant. If we get you tech skills, you'll be able to pick up jobs remotely anywhere in the world. Plus, you'll be able to then start using that accounting skills with, with tech. You'll be able to combine those skills. But you've got to first learn tech. You've got to first be able to get into the, you know, be able to work on the internet, be able to work from home, from a laptop. Mm. So that's why it, it's designed to upskill low-income households, give them opportunity. The digital boom is coming. And the, and the idea of that is, Places like America are suddenly doing remote or work from home, right? Like there, it, there's been a big trend. I've got, a, an, uh, I've got an Excel sheet with 900 different companies that are doing re work from home and are hiring remotely. Mm. But that was pre-COVID. With COVID, a lot more companies such as like Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Google, all of them are saying, okay, work from home. Yeah. What this allows them to do is to say, wait a minute, before we wanted all our people in store, like in, in our building so that we could monitor and control. Now everyone's working from home and we've put, systems in place to, to, to monitor the, uh, the progress of, of the uh, performance progress from home. If somebody's working an hour away from home, then what's the difference in them working a continent away? And they're already working from home. We're already not seeing them. And so all of a sudden you're getting this, this opportunity coming into, into low income countries where first world countries are saying, well, we don't have to pay big salaries. We don't have to pay 200,000 rand a month to hire a developer in, in America, we can pay 100,000 and hire developer in South Africa. So they're getting away with half price, but we're still getting massive opportunities because we're earning in dollars. And that's, that's essentially what we're trying to achieve is how can we upskill our people so that they can, they can start enjoying the opportunities that are available globally? 100%. Exactly. Exactly. So let's, let's, just, let's just talk about e-commerce itself. Um, who is e-commerce, would you say, for? I mean, most people are still thinking traditionally. You know, they still got this mm -hmm. traditional sense of, of buying. And I'm not really sure or confident um, that, that we, we, we might be forced at this moment in time to, to start really focus on buying online. Mm -hmm. But I'm not really sure that people are, are, are really confident to buy online um, fully yet, um, 
So, so what, what do you think? What do you, where do you think the whole situation is at this moment in time? Well, Africa is split in, in, in two. We don't really have a middle, a middle class. Like the middle class, they can afford go that side and middle class, they can't afford on that side. So you've got high, high, high incomes and low incomes. And this side here, the high incomes, they're purchasing online. It's, it's been growing over the years and it's just this year it's become a norm. I mean, I'm, I'm buying my groceries online. You, you pay, I think it's like 40 rand for delivery and 30 rand for someone to personally shop for you. And they go to like four different stores for you. So just scam, Woolworths, Clicks, you can pay. And for 70 bucks, somebody will drive his car and take his time and go to all the different shops to pick up all the things I want and deliver it to my door. So it's, it's just become normal. Uh, the software I use to do that is one car, mobile app. Just, you know, click, 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 and it's done. You carry on with what you're doing and it gets delivered. And it'll cost me the same amount in petrol to go around to all those different stores. 100%. So those that are buying are definitely buying online. <clears throat> but they, they themselves are overwhelmed to go online, to sell online. They're using places like Facebook Marketplace and so on. And while that is very effective, you're, not, you're unable to build a brand and you're unable to build a customer base because you can't drive people to you and you can't capture you. Without your own e-commerce store, you're not capturing emails, you're not capturing the loyalty, you're not keeping a conversation going. You, you're buying, you're selling, you're trading, and it's finished. It's like on the side of the street. You know, you, you, it's, it's a vendor. You, if you're selling on Facebook Marketplace, you're a vendor. Somebody's walking past you and they do an exchange and they go on. They don't remember you in any way. You've got to have a place that they can come to that's yours and that they can understand that I'm coming here to buy from you. Mm. So coming back to you, to your question of uh, people are scared to buy online. The, the masses, yes, but the masses don't have that money yet to buy online anyway. The masses, I, I look at it, if we can get the masses more to become producers, if they can build stores for those who have, because the people who have money don't want to learn how to build. They want someone to build it for them. And those who don't have money, how they get into the game is by learning how to service these people. Sure. So you get in, you learn how to build, you service the people with money, you take their stores online and you get a, you get a cut for, for looking after it. You get a maintenance fee for looking after it. Both parties are playing. You've got money to, to play with and you've got skill to play with. And all of a sudden our country gets to come together and we get, we get, we get to move forward together. Where it is with, with physical stores, yeah, I don't see people going online as fast as they as, like. Well, it's they expensive, forced to do it. right? They don't want to, right? Yeah. Sorry. So I'm just saying, it's like it takes it takes its toll because you 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 spoke about shopping, right? And I know, still being someone that's constantly online, I would rather walk into the store and buy my groceries. Now. I'm lucky enough to have a wife that would do that for me. If I was, if, if I was single, um, I mean, I'd probably, I'd probably buy more online, right? Just because of necessity and because I just don't have the time I, or I don't want to even waste the time of going to the store. But I, I, I mean, this is just even inside my head um, here. I, I'm like, I'm just like, Oh well, why must I? Why must I order online? The shop is just you know down the road, you know. Um, and I know many people have that same that same sort of mentality. Now, just take it a step further back. I'm the I'm the the, the vendor, or I'm the I'm the actual shop. Um, what's the purpose of me of me really going and doing this whole online thing? Because there's a whole lot that goes in there. Um, when, mm -hmm. I mean, I'm located in a pretty great area. People always are going to always come past, right? So why do it now? You know, why even bother? And, 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 and that mentality is there. I, I noticed taking it into, um, in taking it into like neighboring countries, Mozambique, um, Mozambique, Malawi, those, those countries nearby, it's even there's even less of that feeling of the necessity, even though there's this, there's this drive to go online. There's like this push pull that's going on at the same time. I, I love What do you like about, uh, about buying from the store? What do you like about going to the store and getting it? It's only tangible. It's only about feeling the product. 
Because if I can feel the product. You milk and bread? Milk and bread as well? Or? Well, yeah, because I mean, I mean, like, for me, shopping is really simple. I, I, I don't. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I keep myself very, fairly strict, you know? So, so I, I, I like, I know exactly what I'm going to go buy. I know I'm going to buy this meat. I know I'm going to buy this sort of uh, vegetable type of vibe. I grab it and I go, um, I'm an in and out, but just like you're saying, um, and I think what is one of the big deterrents for me personally in South Africa is that I get charged delivery, which is like, which, which, which bugs me no end. You know, um, I, until the point that we get like the United States and delivery is free, um, then, you know, that's why I look at st- online stores. And if they if they say, oh, buy to a certain amount and you and you get free delivery, I'm always in. This is why I think um, Take A Lot has done what it's doing um, in the market because they, they you you pay a certain amount and you never need to really worry about about delivery. And you and you know that it'll be there on time and, and things like that. So um, returns are not an issue. Uh, a simple thing. Okay. So so I went to there's a butchery that I went to. It's a it's a it's a, a you know it's owned by a business. A normal. I don't know what you call it. It's not a chain really. They they have like two or three I think around, but it's not really a it's not a, a pick and pay or a spa or mm-hmm. anything like that. And I bought, uh, I bought sausages and mm-hmm. the sausages went off like three days later or something like that. Didn't pay attention to the, to the, to the sell buy by and um, eat by date or whatever it is. And one thing I noticed was that the, the, those guys, um, if, if I had bought online, I don't know if maybe if I bought online, I would have probably got the better date to get it by, right? So that would have probably been the benefit right there. So, I mean, I'm in and out with it, but I generally feel my main issue is that I need to I need a tangibly feel the product. I mean, clothes, clothes is another mm-hmm. thing. I don't go shopping. Okay, so on that, right? On that. I hear you and I, I hear where you're coming with it. Where are you coming from? It's a habit that's been built in. Yeah. Where the habit is changing, right? Is okay. Now, first, I'll give you a quick stat example. First world countries, 20% of their economy is driven online. So, about 20% of purchases are done online. South Africa, we're at about 2%, and we we like best in Africa. We we leading Africa, if if not Nigeria. No, Nigeria has got higher economy, but their population is bigger. So, let's say. Percentage-wise, we still we two percent. It's it's nothing, it's nothing. But that two percent has been growing at such a rate that we went from one percent to two percent in a matter of like five years, and we got to one percent in like twenty years. So it took twenty years to get the first percent, and it took five years to get the next percent. And that's pre-COVID. That's the end of twenty nineteen stats. So end of this year, we'll have new stats. Wow. Where 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 purchasing is going when it comes to online and physical? Is physical will never finish. It will never die. You're not going to have stores that, you know, like all of a sudden we're just going to be sitting on computers and nobody's going to leave the house. That's never going to happen. What, what is happening and what, what the trend is in first world countries is that you go to a store to have an experience. I don't want to go to the store to pick up milk and bread. I don't. I don't want to put on, I, I don't want to change into, you know, I don't want to change out of my pajamas. I don't want to take off my, my slippers or my sandals and fix my hair and for milk and bread. And I get up in the morning, milk is finished. No, nah, man, it must just get delivered. I don't want to, I want to have cereal or I have a cup of tea. I don't want to get up and like, you know, I want my tea before I have to get ready. Sure. So it's, the trend is, and I'll give you an example. There's a store in Canada now. They sell winter clothing or and clothing designed for harsh conditions. So you go into the store, you cannot buy a single item. You go in there to try it on, but they have specific rooms to try it on. So if you want to test out how your, your jacket will feel in, a, in snow, you go into a room that's like, it's, it's, it's the temperature of snow and you've got snow falling. And yeah. you wear the jacket and you feel how you'd feel in, in a snow environment. Okay, you know what? I am sold. This thing actually works. Yeah. Great. You come out and they give you a tablet and you can purchase on the tablet and it'll get delivered to your home. You, there's no stock on floor. You can't buy. You're only there to try. And so that allowed, and, and, that's for snow, they have another one where it's wind. 
So they have a, you put on a jacket like a windbreaker and you go into a room with it, you know, they put like a, a massive fan on you. And so you get to, you get to test, test the goods, but you're not purchasing it there. You go in there to have an experience and to see if you like it. But the actual purchase gets done online. What that does for a store is it takes their rent down from 300,000 to 30,000 a month. Yeah. And if a store is bringing their rent down from 300 to 30, they got 270,000 rent more. That 270 they put into online ads. Those online ads, you driving, I mean, you're getting, you can get clicks for, for 50 cents to a rand. If you're getting clicks for 50 cents to a rand, you can get yourself another, say, quarter million to half a million people visiting your store every month. A quarter million to half a million people visiting your store every month. And not from new money, it's just from bringing down your current rent, from saying, my, my physical store is for you to come out and get to know us. You come to us so we can talk one-on-one -on -one and get to know me, get to know, my, get to know the brand, get to know the quality, feel it. But we're not going to keep stock here. The stock is in the warehouse. When you want it, tell us. We're going to deliver it to your door. You, why must you even carry packets in it? You go around, you go shop. Check out this store. Check out this store. Experience upon experience. Now, and you just purchase, 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 purchase. By the time you get home, your goods must be waiting on your doorstep for you already. Like you get home, there everything. So it's parcel, 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 and you get home, open up and put it in. And that's, that's where the trend is going. It's you go to a store to be blown away, to have an experience. The store is where a brand can, a new brand can capture you. You know what? I, I only buy Nike, for example. I only buy Nike techies. I only buy Nike techies. I want a new techie. I go online and look at Superbulous and I buy another one. Then when I'm going and walking around in the mall, that's when Adidas has a chance to capture me. Now Adidas can capture me. Come inside and see why you should change over to Adidas. If you capture me from now on, I only buy Adidas until another brand captures me again. So it's, Physical will never die. There's a symbiotic relationship being formed. The one is where you're going to be introduced to, to, to it. And the other one is where it's just the, the comfort, you know, the day-to-day. The -day. I, I need a new pair of socks, purchase it. I'm not going to go to a store for one pair of socks. I need a pair of socks, just edit it. Just, and that's, digital is supposed to be that, um, that ease, that convenience. Yeah. And, and I, I love the fact that you brought up that the, the whole point of, physical interaction is really to create an experience even and 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 both actually the digital and the the the, the physical is is more about having this this the, making sure that that journey that experience is 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 well catered for um we but just different, right pardon but different like but different so i see the physical experience i can take as much of your time as as, as i want as long as you're enjoying it yeah. physical experience you're giving me your time to impress you to wow you it's like you're going for a movie you know sometimes you go for a movie and you're like yes it was three hours and sometimes you go and you're like man i hope it ends like i don't want to walk out because i've watched so much already i just want to know the ending now but just end already yeah you know and yeah. this movies you, you so as long as i'm giving you a great experience you want it to continue 100%. but digital people don't want it to continue people want to they, they come from facebook imagine facebook as a highway or facebook instagram linkedin all your platforms as highways and someone sees your ad to come to your store. It's like a, you know, like an off-ramp. Okay. Wow. That looks cool. Off-ramp. Come to your store. Quick, quick. Click, click, click. If I don't like what I see, I want to be off again. I don't, I don't want to wait, invest my time on your store specifically. So it must be very quick, very simple. I don't need you to give me this massive thing that makes me take half an hour before I can purchase a pair of socks. Hey, that looks really cool. I want that. Done. Come in. Is it for me? Yes. No. Out. Back on the highway. Back in Facebook. Ah, oh, that looks cool. Zip off again. Let's go check that out. Back on the highway. People want to be on the highway. They want to be constantly moving. They want to, they want to be seeing everything. Context is everything. Um, it's something that, that's one thing I learned. You, you build a strong context. You make it very easy for people to absorb the, the, the message you're trying to send. And it makes their experience more solid, more real, right? Mm -hmm. um, this, I mean, you're talking, you, you, I love this because we especially now if you're building content and you're, you're putting out, let's just talk about from the social perspective, you're putting out content and you are talking business like on Facebook or you are, or you are thinking about um, putting a whole bunch of slides on Instagram. Um, you know, you're going to lose out because you are not giving the, the experience that needs to happen in that space. Right. So then when mm -hmm. they, when they should, they put, and then even with the ads, if you're putting social media ads and you're doing it like, um, you know, when was the last time you, you know, like, like our TV ads are th this, then what ends up happening is you're not going to get those kicks. You're not going to get that interaction. 
because you're not putting it in context of the environment we're in. Now we move over to your e-commerce store. If you don't have sales, if you're not engaging me, if you're not, if it's not mobile friendly, you're going to lose out, right? If it's just like in a normal physical store, if someone had to walk in there and, and the, the staff are just like not paying attention to you and, and, um, and you're browsing around maybe, and they're not, they're not trying to be attentive to your needs. You're going to, you potentially losing out on sales. So I love that. And it's, it's, it's just about really looking at things in these contexts and really looking at what is the type of experience. How would you, um, so now with all of these stuff happening, I mean, this, this just really blows out the opportunities and that, that stores can play, that, that businesses, brands can really start to rethink the way that they engage with their customers. How would you say someone should go about doing that? What, how can we now start to, I have a store, um, obviously I may even have an online store as well. How can I start to put these two things together and, and start, and start making this thing work for me? Okay. Good. Okay. Let's pull a quick, let's pull a bit of a strategy, right? A generic strategy. Firstly, before we build a strategy, it's important to know that it's not going to happen tomorrow. You're not going to get into digital and you're not going to make, make a million bucks tomorrow. But it's really, really cheap to get started and it's really cheap to play the game. So you can get in for almost nothing, you know, a couple of, couple of bucks and you, you, you're playing the game and you learn and you build and it starts and your skills will all grow. But you have to be willing to say, you know what, I don't know how to walk. I don't know how to ride a bike. I'm going to have to learn these skills. I'm going to, it, it's like anything, how we learned how to talk, how we learned how to walk, how we learned how to write and read, you know, read and write. It's like digital literacy. You have to learn how to read online and write online. And it, it's everything you know physically, you have to learn how to do it again. But again, very cheap to get started, very easy to get started. You can get started for free using places like Facebook groups. So if you build an e-commerce store, your store can sync all your products into Facebook and all your products into Instagram. So instead of having to go on Facebook and have to and post one product, post one product, that takes forever. I mean, if you have a hundred products and you're going to post your products in all the different groups and, and it, it just, it's just not feasible. You, you can't play the game like that. It's too mm. manual. Mm. You know, um, it's like, I don't know. I don't know how many people will get this analogy, but like I used to watch cartoons when I was a kid, the Flintstones. And you're trying, to, you're trying to drive your car with your own legs, you know? It, it just doesn't work. It's putting a product one by one, one by one. There's no power in that. Yeah. Whereas having your e-commerce store, you load all your products in there once, you manage everything on your phone, but it syncs into Facebook, it syncs into Instagram, and, every, and you can go on Facebook and say, okay, select this product, or these three products, I'm making a combo, and it gives you so much more power. With that, you can now start advertising for free. You go into, you go into your groups and you... And you find specific groups. So that's another thing, right? When someone's coming to a, a, to a like to your store, they already, if you're in a mall, the mall's already driving traffic to you. For example, if you sent in, sent already driving this kind of client to you. If you in Eastgate, Eastgate is already driving this kind of client. So if you have a store that caters to this, to this clientele that's already walking, yeah. you can get sales in, in that store. Whereas with online, in Facebook, you, you've got everyone in the group. So it's more challenging. You can't just say, I sell shoes. You, it, it doesn't work. You've got to hit a specific problem with a specific market and you've got to niche it down. Who is the ideal client for you? Right. And if you go out and ask questions, are you having this problem? So if you're, having, if you're talking about a pair of shoes and you're targeting somebody with, with flat feet, and if you go out and saying, are you having back pain? Are your knees buckling? Are you, are, you know, do you not have energy? Is it affecting this? And you start talking about the specific problems that are being faced that your techie will, will, or your shoe will solve, you're going to start getting attention from those people in all those different groups. And that's going to start driving to your store. If that drives to your store, you start building your own customer base. <clears throat> you start collecting email addresses. You start collecting phone numbers. And you're not collecting the, these details so that you can use it against the client. Because very soon they're going to they're going to unsubscribe. They're going to run. What you're doing is you're collecting this information so that you can continue to serve them. 
People mm. want to know, okay, I came to you because you, you're solving my problem. When you get new products, when you have new features that are in line with this, because now you know this is a person that has flat feet, for example. You gave them a pair of tackies. Now you tomorrow you've got socks that come out that, that work for flat feet as well. That same audience is interested. So you've already got a hot market that's ready. So you, you can start the game for free by playing play, in Facebook groups. Once you start making some sales and some money, you can explode your income. Using Facebook ads, you pay, you, you pay to have people visit your site then. So now you're not playing in the groups where you're putting, you know, you're waiting for people. You can specifically target. I'm looking for people and you can tell Facebook, I want people between this age and this age in this area where these habits, they buy from these stores, they go to these places, they, they have these kind of relationships, married, kids. Not, so you have all these different targeting options. You're specifically honing in. I want Facebook, Facebook, I want to show my ad to these people. Yeah. And then you put a tracking code in your, in your store, which tracks who comes and who purchases. And so you, you get 100,000 people to your store. 100,000 people come to your store. Actually, let's break that number smaller. Let's say 1,000. 1,000 people come to your store. Say 10 purchase, right? Facebook's going to use that data. You're going to tell Facebook, okay, you see who purchased? I don't want another 1,000, like 1,000. I want you to take those 10 people and get me 1,000 people just like them. And Facebook gets better at, at choosing, okay, so that's who your target market is. Fantastic. The next time you get a thousand people, maybe 20, 20 to 30 by, then you're going to say, okay, I want like those 20 to 30. And the next time you get a thousand, 50, 60, by, and your, your marketing keeps getting better until you get, you're getting a thousand people and 800 are buying because your marketing is hot. Facebook knows exactly who your customer is. It starts off slow and it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and gets faster. So I, I want to jump back because that, that's great. I mean, like definitely when, with, with the right, with the, with the right plan um, and a good, not, well, with, with just applying simple things over and over again um, with that initially is manual in the sense that you are communicating with these, with these groups and you're doing it um, and you, you're getting a, a feel for your market and how they work and then slowly moving into a, a more automated approach in the form of advertising. Mm -hmm. This is generally business, right? This is what happens. This is what you spoke about right in the beginning with, with, um, with general business in terms of what's happening in the manufacturing industry, right? You start fairly manual. Everyone is putting it together. And then slowly over time, you start automating. Now, if... And, and think of that as, as, as staff base also, right? So auto, on the automation part. When you start your shop, if you start really small... You the owner and you the you you the the owner and the employee. You know, you you either your your worst like you either the worst boss or the best boss to yourself, and you either the worst employee or the or the best employee to yourself. You do everything. Yeah. But as you get as you start building and you start making money, you bring someone in and you show them, okay, I want you to do it like this, and you teach them how to do that one task, and then that one task you don't have to do anymore. Yeah. And, and as things start getting simplified, bring someone in to do that one thing, and then you got two people, three people, four people. 20, 30, 40, 50, but it grows like that. It starts small. Today, everybody wants the big business. Everyone wants to start on the top, but it just doesn't work like that. Especially if you're going to start a new skill, you've got to be willing to start small. You've got to be willing to say, okay, I'm going to need to be here, but really quickly you can scale in digital. That's yeah. the cool thing is that you don't need, there isn't anyone to train. You're training a computer system. So once you've got those ads running, you're training Facebook to find what you want. And then you, once you've got that, you get Google going. I recommend starting with one platform. It doesn't matter which one, Facebook yeah. like, and there's other ones. I recommend starting with one and mastering it because your returns are exponential. Once you get good at it, your returns go really good. So master one. Once you get a second one in, one plus one isn't two. One plus one in computers is 10. You get those two to work together, unbelievable. Then you bring email marketing. Email marketing is like Facebook and Google is how you get new people into your system. How you get new, uh, more attention. How do you get new customers to walk into your door? But email is... These are my customers that already buy from me. They already like me. They already want to buy from me. And you just you just milking money. And then it like it, it's your your returns are just exponential. It's unbelievable. That's that's where you really make money. On this, I want to just I want to dial it back because we obviously started on we're talking specifically like this is how you get started with the digital. Now rolling mm -hmm. around and saying like okay I've got more of a physical store. I'm a physical person. You know I don't understand this internet stuff. And I do want to, I know the importance I need to get there, right? So, and, and just leading from that, that awesome explanation that you gave on how someone can get started. 
Now I've got a physical store. I've got clients that go in and out. Now I've noticed this a lot with restaurants, with uh, most brick and mortar businesses is that they're not really worried about you. They're not really focused. They, they, they're worried about serving you and doing, fulfilling their promise, but they're not really worried about you, right? So they're not trying to connect with you. And that's how they end up losing businesses, losing business. Because, I mean, you said it, you come to Santa City, Santa City is bringing you the traffic. So as long as you're open, there's business, right? So, but the thing is, now it's just about making the store look good. Does the store actually attract people to walk inside? But how do I retain these customers? It's like they're not really focus that much on that approach because and like you said what what ends up happening is instead of this if there is an exchange of sorts where you get my details it's more of like you must come back to the store again it's not so much about in 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 it's not about engaging with me in the way that that i know best because now the thing is you i may have bought a pair of jeans i may have bought i don't know whatever the hell you're selling but then um you don't really, you're not really tracking that. You're not really looking at that. So it's not unlike Amazon, unlike what an online store can do. It can literally say, Hey, and you can easily get that, that, that system in place based on what you bought last week, based on what you bought before. This is what you want. So I'm, I'm just leading in from that to, just for people that have physical stores to say like, okay, take, take a moment. And I, and it's interesting because I spoke to a lady she does awesome marketing. She does awesome marketing. Mm -hmm. She does awesome advertising. And she, she's got a, a, a laundromat. Um, it's out in, uh, I might get the town wrong, but somewhere in Bloemfontein, in a small town. And she, she does well. Now, the thing is, one thing she doesn't do is connect with her audience. She's great at driving people in, but she's horrible at the retention side. And a lot of these stores, a lot of these restaurants, they have existing clients that know them. I mean, how often do you go to a restaurant over and over and over again? You're going to stop going after a period of time and they just lose their client, right? Mm -hmm. there's, there's, it just disappears into the ether. Now, and there's always new restaurants popping up every time. So what would you say like around that? How can, how can people start to flip from the one side to the other side and slowly start growing it? You said something very, you said something magical, man. What I was talking about the trends that are coming and how the experiential stores, the physical, physical will be experiential and digital will be the purchase. We're about 10, 10 years, maybe even 15, 20 years away from that happening in SA. From seeing that in the transition where you don't go to a store to purchase, you go to a store just to experience. And stores are smaller in size and it's just, you know, it's just, it's an adventure. You go to the shopping mall to be, to be entertained. We're a long time off from that. But at the same time, I say a long time, but years go like that. 10 years, we look back and it'll, it'll be 10 years. Mm. Where we are today though, we're in that phase where there are physical stores that need to start building an online as well. And they need to start work, working synergistically. So in other words, if you build a, uh, an online store with no physical, you got to invest in, in getting it started. You got to invest in your marketing, for example, your paid, like we said, Facebook groups or paid ads. But if you have a physical store, you've already got an audience, meaning you can get away from, from the marketing. You can be using, you could start with profits from, from, from day one. If you have an existing store and you're collecting email addresses, you're collecting phone numbers, you're keeping data and you're getting, seeing, uh, you're keeping customer records, what do they purchase? What do they like? And you build an, uh, an online store and you plug that in, you offer customers to come to store, absolutely. But you also offer them to purchase it online. You're, telling, you're giving convenience that you're not, when you're coming back to Sandton City, you can buy it, right? And if you don't want to come to Sandton City, just click here and buy it now. It's how easy can you make it for a customer to purchase from your game? And with a, with a digital store costing you, I mean, hosting, you can get hosting anywhere from 200, from 200 bucks. You could have your hosting set up and have a site going. For relatively inexpensive, you call, call that your rent. I mean, the rent, uh, physical rent of 50,000, 100,000 rent compared to digital rent, say a thousand rent maximum. It's fairly inexpensive to get started, especially for a business that's already got monies coming in. Yeah. 
Yeah. That is that I'd see as your main transition. You'd, you'd build a digital, you'd start funneling sales that way as well. Once you've got sales coming that way, it doesn't really matter. As long as you can keep growing here, you can pivot this one into an experiential. You can reduce your rent here. You can start bringing up, if you know you have a place for people to purchase, you can, you can start playing that game of turning this into something. But if this is your primary source of sales, you can't turn it into experiential. You can't push forward into what it needs to become. You can't play that first world game. Mm, mm, no, 100%. Oh, I love it. Love it. Uh, Hamza, this is, I know we get, we can get into this for a long, long time, but I want to pre- I want to just um, thank you for your time. I want to thank you for your insight. Um, like, uh, where, where, where do people get a hold of you? Because you, you're digital retail, right? Digitalretail.co.za. Okay, cool, 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 cool. So the, the links will be in and around this, wherever this video will end up. <laughs> um, but um, thank you so much for your time, bro. Thank you very much for your insight. And yeah, lots of food for thought there. And um, look forward to, to connecting even more and seeing some of the awesome things that you're doing. Um, I mean, listen, anybody that can get an, an e-commerce store up in three days or even less, you know, where you're selling, this is something that we need. This is something that we need to get involved with. Um, and yeah, I think we're definitely, we, we got it in the plans. We're going to do like a, a webinar training, a training webinar where we actually teach on, on like just to show people the, the whole system and how it would work, right? On that, a quick one, what, what we do is over the years, we went and we, we went and played with all the different skills. So how can we, how can, you know, how can we read? How can we write? How can we ride a bicycle? How can we run? How can we play the jungles? And we went and learned all the different skills in digital. And when COVID came, we, we converted this, our system into a training school. With the boom coming, we look at it as more sites coming in. We can't handle that workload. I don't think there's enough developers in the world to handle the amount of e-commerce stores that need to be developed over the next five to 10 years that are going to be the, the, the growth that's, that's in the industry. I don't think there's enough developers in the world to manage it. So what we did is we, we built a really simple system. You come in and study for 15,000 rand, three certificates. Your first, your first certificate is, is confidence. It's your fundamentals of basics. You won't be able to get a job. You won't be able to work for anyone with your first one. But it gives you the basic understanding and the, and the confidence to run a store and to understand how things work. Your second certificate, you can already start picking up work. You can put on products. You can move products around. You can uh, you know how to display them and how to, how to generate sales for them. So you can run someone's store. Your third one, you can design custom stores from the ground up. So the idea is how can we upskill so that you can go out and do this, right? Like you can, you, you're free to, to build your own store and build for others as well. It, it's, then what we do is we still advertise to bring in sales. So the sales we get, we then outsource it to our students. It's almost like study with us, build your own agency and we'll outsource work to you. We'll teach you how to get your own clients. Plus we outsource work to you. Mm, mm, mm. Now that's awesome. And then what we're doing is because we because we we're targeting we're targeting a market that is not earning and trying to earn this, like I say, it's both for South Africa. What we're doing is if you're unemployed, if you if you've got a certificate, a degree, a diploma, something that says that you know what you've tried, you put in effort, you've already skilled, but you can't get a job, we we got a th- uh, an offer going. Purchase the first certificate for five thousand and get certificate two and three for free. It's it's part of our initiative, part of our give back. We want you to be able to go out and earn income. Awesome, awesome, awesome. That's so cool. So like, look, the, the, the links are definitely below. We're gonna do a lot more. This type of initiative has to go much, much further. There's so much. Um, I mean, like, I, I'm, as you're talking, I'm thinking about my, my nephews and nieces and stuff that, that are in, that are not in like areas like, like Santon or whatnot. They, they live in more impoverished areas. And we know the quality of education is not where it needs to be. Um, the environment is not conducive for success, you know, um, for you to uh-huh. make it out of, of- I think there's too much time wasted. I think the educational system 
it's boring. You, it's, it's too much theory, it's too much nonsense. You have to remember all these facts that, you know, that's what Google's for. You know, we, I don't want to compete with technology. I want to control technology. I want to, or I want to run it. I don't want to try and run faster than the car. I want to drive the car. Do you know what I mean? Knowing facts is like trying to compete with Google. That's a technology. We use the technology. But we built our thing to be hands-on, completely from the beginning, hands-on training, skill development. Each, each, uh, each course will, will practically show you how to do something and you'll have the confidence to do that. So in other words, tomorrow when you want to apply for a job, Here's a certificate from digital retail, but here's my portfolio. Look at the site I built. I built this and I know how to build this. I can build it for you too. No, hundred um, percent. I'm like also one of those. I never, I never got a degree. I never got a degree in marketing, but I'll tell you now that I can market better than most people that have come out of any university. It's very interesting. I, I was, I was actually connected with um, two people that had honors degree in marketing and um, they're not really, they're not even doing marketing. They, they I think one is a, is a, is a, is a personal trainer. Uh, and, and, uh, another one I think is doing accounts in, in there because they couldn't get the jobs for that space. And, and I think it was like that thing, like you say, it's more theoretical knowledge as opposed to things that I can actually practice right now. That's going to give you a result now um or over time you you know you're going to get this very clear result that i can that i can give you because especially marketing is in the space of like does this thing actually work right and, and let's say on the right i have nothing wrong with theory the problem with theory is to, to ask them to learn a whole lot of theory without context it's how do you get how, how do you focus in on something that you don't see purpose behind if if you want to be an accountant and we show you how to do some books, base basics, and then we give you a little bit of theory to increase your understanding, and then we show you some more practical. So the theory is, is there to enhance what you can do. It's, it's there to expand your mind. But to expand your mind without expanding your hands, you know, to expand your mind without expanding your skills, if you become, it, it creates people that get God and say, you should do this, you should do this, you should do this, but I don't know how to do it. Yeah. You know, and, and what's the point of that? If you don't know how to do it, how do we know your, 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 your advice makes sense? Your advice might be really good on book, but practically does your advice make sense? You've got to be able to do something and then have theory to expand it. The theory takes your skills to a whole new level, but there must be a concrete foundation. You're jumping into a whole different topic now because the thing is, but that's what this thing was built for, right? This is like, it's, it's my, my passion is education. Well, this I is, believe you cannot stop studying and I believe it's the only way to, to achieve the things you want to achieve in life, but not just financially, also who you are. To become who you want to become, you have to keep understanding yourself, you have to keep studying, you have to keep growing. So I, I love education, but I believe the educational system is broken. It doesn't make sense. No, for sure. We must study. We just have to study things that, that make sense. Why should I be investing my time in this? You know, I must get a, re a return for my time. It doesn't have to be money. It could also be... a, a a better understanding of myself, but there must be a return for my time. Well, this is the thing the, the what's with, along with this digital revolution that's happening, there's, there's an education shift because we're starting to learn from people that are actually in the trenches. We want to learn from, we want to work with, we want to, ex, we want to get the experience from people who have the experience not mm -hmm. people that sort of read a book on it and they graded the book so they can only show you what's in the book because in mm -hmm. real life when this little tweak needs to be happen then how you know you can't go back to the, the the book is about the fundamentals but it's about applying those fundamentals and seeing oh well you know i know it's in the book but i can't actually use that here I need, to, I need to change this. And then you start creating a different pathway for that. And, and I think that this is the beauty of where education is leading to, too. It's what we call, it's what I think Robert Kiyosaki calls them fake teachers. Um, <laughs> as in like, it is a bit, bit harsh, but he, he talks about people that, 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 are, that are teaching you from the book versus the people that are really out there seeing how the world really is, um, how it's really made up to be, and how we can start to carve um, go with real teachers, real people that are in the trenches that know 
what's happened that have experienced it and they are constantly experiencing it, it's a whole different ballgame. Theory, theory is like how Bruce Lee put it, right? You can go, you can practice in the punching bag as much as you want, but the bag doesn't punch back. Yeah. And I don't know, I don't know who said it, but I know, I know that Bruce Lee said, I don't know who said this. You're not, you're not going to, you're not going to really understand the fighter. You're not going to really experience it until you've gotten hit as well. Like until you've taken a punch in the face and you realize you're in a fight and you're going to think on the spot, you're going to be in that, no book's going to help you. Yeah. At that point in time, <laughs> you could have studied, you could have read a thousand books on how to not freeze when you get punched. That first punch, you're probably going to, you're going to, you're going to, <laughs> You gotta, you gotta take a punch, and you don't want to take a punch. You have your first punch, the one that you know that's that's dire, that that's now your life's on the line. You should have gotten a few punches, you know, here and there. You should have learned how to, you know, how to take one and give and give a few yourself. 100%. That's that's what it is. That people are taking theory and then trying to build a life in theory. Now it's like your whole life is dependent on, on theory. It's it. Theory is supposed to be to expand. Okay, I took a few punches. I gave a few punches. I know I can get hit, and I know I can hit. How do I make my hits more effective? And how do, I, how do I defend myself better? It's expansion, you know, like theory is supposed to make you better at the skill. Not, you, you can't build a skill. You can't build a skill from a book. You can't, you can get a thousand books. When you get on that bicycle for the first time, you're going to fall. 100%. No, no book is going to teach you how to balance, you know? 100%, thank you. Hamza, that's awesome. Great note to finish this on. Look, like I said, we're going to connect. We're going to do a webinar soon. So look around the links and, and just see to if you, if you want to learn how to get your website up, how to get your e-commerce store up, get yourself going in like, you know, three days or less. Then, yeah, you yeah, definitely. A couple of days. One-on-one. -on -one, we hold your hand. One-on-one. -on -one, we chat. We, we show you where to click. If you do a screen share like this and one-on-one. -on -one, We'll, we'll go to our mouse there and say click there. Then you go and you click. We'll guide you through every step of the way. But you're going to do it. Awesome. You're going to feel that calm. You're going to feel that hit that, you know, and I did it. It's mine. Awesome. Cool, man. Have an awesome day, yeah. man. And thank you very much for your time, your energy. I always love chatting with you. We, we end up having calls for hours. So <laughs> thanks. Thanks, Hamza, man. Have a good one, eh? Take care, man. Bye. Sure.